Yeah, you know what time it is. It's time for Bo and Nick, the losers with a dream. Uh-huh. <sighs> what a waste of time. Yep, the losers. You're listening, so who's the freaking loser, people? Welcome to Bo and Nick's Losers with a Dream. Yeah. I freaking hate them so much. The look at their funny because they suck at everything. You're listening. The question is... Why? Hello and welcome to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers and we have big dreams. First and foremost, you okay? Yep. Uh, Bo's just burping. Just catching my breath. This guy's hammering <laughs> seltzers over here. I don't know if you're having a heart attack or what's happening. I Anyways, like follow us on Instagram. Me at Nick Scopes. And okay. me at Bo McDowell Comedy. Bo is spelled B E A U because I'm French and I'm hot. He... <laughs> That's one of our big fans who's live in studio. It's not not Lisa Lampanelli. Yeah. They're here. Um, so, welcome, you losers. No, just kidding. Um, we are going to get into our first segment. Yes, we are. As always, one of our favorites. You know, you guys have been emailing us. Like, we love it so much. <laughs> Rate five stars if you think so. Um, the mental health check-in. Now, we don't do scale one to ten. No, I mean, listen. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do Because we're creative. We're artists. Yeah. Okay? I'm like the Van Gogh of comedy. <laughs> Meaning you're gonna I cut, cut your my ear, ear off, off. yeah, because yeah, I can't hear nothing. Yeah, okay, yeah. we're honest. <laughs> so let's start with you. <laughs> I just thought of a scene from The Departed. Go okay. ahead. No, no, no we're starting with me. Yeah, we're starting oh, with okay, you. Okay, cool. I like to switch it on you. Oh, that's hot. So my mental health check, and I'll tell you how I'm feeling. Okay, yeah. Lisa, Bo, and I had a conversation the other day. And it was about it was we we've talked about this before about stories we tell ourselves. Yes. And my line is always I'm dumb. Right. I'm fucking stupid. Who cares, yeah. right? And Lisa goes, "I think that's a story you're just telling yourself yeah. to make up for, you know, if you don't do something to your fullest ability." Right. Like you hide behind the And what I'm trying to say is my mental health check and I'm like Fredo in Godfather 2. Okay? Not because he betrayed the family. I'm loyal, okay? Yeah. I'm like a dog. I'm covered in hair. I'm loyal. And if you put peanut butter on your body, I'm going (laughs) to lick it off. Just kidding. Those are legumes. I like almond butter because I'm doing Whole30. Okay. Anyways, I'm like Fredo in Godfather 2 when he's talking to Michael and Michael's just talking to him. They're, They're at the... It's very specific. They're at the uh, the house in Tahoe, and it's snowing. And Fredo just goes, I'm smart. <laughs> I can do things. I'm not dumb. I'm not. I'm smart. I want respect. I was the oldest brother, and I was passed over. So, Lisa, I'm smart. Just because my grammar is horrible. <laughs> And I learned the difference between the your and you are it like four years Nobody ago. Nobody needs that information. No, I learned it four years ago. Maybe I was like, hey, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> learned what an action verb was yesterday. But that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like Fredo on Godfather 2 because I'm smart. <laughs> Nick, I agree. And then, and then Lisa had her friend take me out in a fishing boat and shoot me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. that's how I'm feeling. How you feeling, bud? I'm feeling all right. You know, lately I feel... Get your hands off I'm me. I'm so sorry. They're so sweaty. I just... I, Jesus. I'm I know excited we're on the lights, but here Christ. I, I, I get excited sitting next to you. Okay. And uh, so I feel like Homer Simpson. <laughs> and look like him. Okay. Because <laughs> you're jaundiced. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, the other night, we had a great night. It was a good time. To celebrate, stopped off, got ourselves a donut, and... That was uh, after. You got to do it in order. What did we get first? Or you got first? I got two hot dogs. What'd you put on uh, them? Well, ketchup. And? And ketchup. <sighs> Incorrect. I put mayonnaise on it. Oh! <laughs> I liked it. This guy pretends to be from Wilton and Affluence. Like, no. put mayo on my hot Listen, dog, Listen, he please. offered, I'm going to... I like the delicacy of the area we're in. <laughs> Okay, he offered. That dude was from like Istanbul. And That's he not, knew and it was not tasty and leave me alone. <laughs> He's probably, shaming me. This is shame. Was. Yeah, it is. It was yeah. very good. It was very good. Anyway, I I stopped. I get the, the, the donut. And then all of a sudden, it's just been a nightmare. Ever since that donut, I have been eating. Oh, you've been on a roll. I've been on a roll. <laughs> a buttered a, roll? A buttered roll. <laughs> from a gas station? <laughs> yes. Nothing better, by the way. <laughs> Nothing better. I have been eating. I've been eating my way through just about anything. And it's it's always, it starts with that one decision where you go, I deserve this. You know what I mean? There's always that one. It's kind of like, And dude, I've been doing so good. I had two weeks on of like really cutting and I had lost some weight and then bang. That's like uh, what I was, we talked about in an earlier episode, but you're talking about like if you have that one bad meal. And then you just go on the fucking, you go oh, on yeah. that tangent. I've had clients, they're like, I, well, in the morning I had this bad, and then I just get, I go, when you get a flat tire, do you just pop the other three? <laughs> what are you doing? All right, yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. So I, I love it. you, and I get it. And, uh, uh, but listen, reel it in. It's only been a few days, and I am reeling. I'm reeling it in, and this is kind of my way of calling myself out. This is my mental health check in here, He's okay? going to be in a meeting. Calling myself week. out. I'm saying, hey, Bo, no more of this, okay? <laughs> Tonight I'm getting the Florentine omelet. Ooh, and like a Gettysburg. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I say it here so that they watch me order that. And <laughs> it's gonna do it. It's gonna turn. Yeah. Can I get the chili cheese dog with uh, mayo? And uh yeah, maybe just add uh, some fries. You know what I mean? Like just and the and the best is whenever fries or house salad. Lisa always makes fun of me for this, but whenever I order something, I you just like, you know, a little bit on the side. You know what I mean? Just that. Oh, it's just, like they give the same portion to everyone. Yeah. Don't say a little bit. Doesn't make it less. Like they're not gonna you just get a side of a ranch, yeah. you know, like just yeah. And so anyways, that's where I'm at. But, you know, I think this goes well into our next segment because we love to eat. But we also love to love. And, and being me. And, and I messed up the segment. Yep. What else is new? <laughs> I think it's because you're eating all those bad foods. And there's a big gut brain connection. And if you have yeast overgrowth. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, we're actually going to do the meathead moment yeah, this week. We're not falling in love this week. We're done. Yeah, I don't like love. Okay. If you're listening, I this is in chronic chronological order. I went out with that girl. She ghosted me again. No. <laughs> No, I don't know what happened yet. Um, uh, the future. Uh, so we're going <laughs> to... So our meathead moment, we're going to talk about meathead moments because, you know, listen, we are, as Lisa said, the coolest, most uh, 
straight guys that can talk about their feelings. We're like rare air, okay? We yeah. are medium rare. Matter of fact, we're steak tartar. We are so fucking rare <laughs> and special, okay? But listen, Bo and I, we're dudes. At the end of the day, we are straight dudes. We do we did play sports our whole life. We are yep. little meatheads. We definitely are. Me more so than him. But you know, sometimes we have these moments. Now, usually, I'm going to go first. Yeah. Usually, I give we would just give the meathead moment to you know, my ourselves. Yeah, yeah. But this week, I feel like I just got to address it even though this is going to be a little late. My meathead moment of the week goes to former governor Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> I keep getting this meme sent to me. Yeah. And I thought it wasn't real. But apparently I did some research and it is the whole I'm not perverted, I'm just Italian. Yeah. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> you can't be going around grabbing girls pinoli cookies. Oh god. And sucking the cream out of cannoli on people and be like, hey, I'm just Italian. And although I was thinking, and now every time I touch you, I'm just going to go, oh, <laughs> bippity boppity boopity. It's all good. By the bing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> can't go around squeezing people's, you know, gabagool and all this yeah. shit. You can't do it. If you want to grab their rainbow cookies, because it's 2021, you can right. do that. Or the S-shaped cookies. <laughs> or if you want to shoot some anisette on them and it's consensual, that's fine. But you can't do this, dude. You can't just say, I'm a dying. I think it's a good. I think it's probably Although, his best. <laughs> as I as I'm thinking about, it, I think I'm going to use it. I think I'm going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you should always be going. What oh, I'm Italian. Every oh. single thing you do. Oh, I don't got to pay for this meal. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend to trip and grab you yeah. every time. Oh, sorry, man. Oh, my God. But yeah, that I mean, uh, I can't definitely it was real. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. We live in wild times. It is. It's wild times. Things happen. You just go. <laughs> I know. But all we can do is focus on us. That's right. Now, babe. So, my meathead moment this week. Mm-hmm. I was over at the gym, not bragging. I go to the gym and I walk this in. Once a month. All right. Can we? Sorry. I'm trying. And I go in the gym Sorry. and uh, there's a bunch of people in there. I'm like, all right, I don't know about this. But my trainer, he sees me, he goes, he goes, ouch, hit the bike. I go, all right, yeah, the, ah, I know the bike. And he, goes, ah. and he goes, stay there for the next two days. <laughs> I go, I know all about this bike. I got this bike. I'm going to get on the bike. So I get on the bike. I do about five to ten minutes, let's say three and a half minutes, to be real. <laughs> and... <laughs> between three to six miles. Yeah, I was on there for about 30 seconds. Yeah, no, I'm half, just kidding. Half mile, I did one 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And I just started to have this feeling of like, hey, what, what am I doing? You know what I mean? I just had this like, you know, I just, I, today's not the day. And I and I got up out of the off the bike and he looked at me and he went, what's going on? And I go, not today. And he goes, he goes, what do you, what do you mean? I go, it's not the day. He's, he's like, so you're gonna you're gonna leave? I go, that's what's happening, and I walked out, and he and he watched me. He was like, oh, all right, because I was so obnoxious about it. So he was like, oh, okay, and I just went home. I sat back on the couch, and I said, this is not who I need to be today. Who I need to be is me to the core, and I liked some goldfish that day, and that's what happens. Okay. 
Because not every day I can be evolved, okay? Not every day I can need to work on my shit. Some days I just need a little King of Queens and some me time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what I needed. And so... Dude, as much as I want to, like, I should, like, oh, I'm a train, like, I bust your balls. I've done that a million times. Yeah. I'm not... There's days... I texted you, I think, one day. I go... I don't know. I was like, I'm not going to the fucking gym. I'm going to the pool at my condo. <laughs> No, no one talked to me. I was like, can I come over? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm already done. I sp- hour and a half and I'm out. That's it. I'm oh, you, listen, there's not every day you always need to be working on yourself. Some days you just, you cause damage and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Some days you need it. Sometimes you need that donut. And sometimes you need two hot dogs with mayo. Sometimes we just have to accept Sometimes you order our two limits. entrees at Gotham. Okay. Which I did. <laughs> Got the burger and I got the popcorn shrimp. Yeah, and they were delightful. Yeah, you you do like you do like the double entree. Movie. There were so many beautiful women on the show; it was overwhelming. Yeah, none of them texted me. <laughs> <laughs> they followed us on Instagram. They bro. did follow us on Instagram. That was <laughs> nice. First step, dude. We're getting there, dude. Yeah, that's our meathead moment. Please DM first. I'm nervous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anywho, you guys are very funny. They were very funny, and yeah. and we should respect them as you know as comedians. But also, <laughs> Bo was the best. <laughs> I was the best. Only because I best. wasn't on the line. Okay. All right. We're going to move on. Let's reel it in. We're going to move on to Sorry. our topic of the week. When we come back, it is accepting, accepting credit other cards. people's other limits. Other people's limits. Accepting people's limits. And sometimes our own. Thank you. Quick break. Dude, I don't know what to wear to the gym anymore. Definitely not your Grateful Dead belly shirt. <laughs> I thought I looked good. You go to the gym? Yeah, I'm trying to. Oh. Listen, you two idiots. Stop fighting. Best looking gym stuff I ever seen. Fitnesswank.com. I wear it, and I'm a fitness influencer in my own house. That's true. She is. She is. Ballroom dancing bitch. She's the talk of the treadmill. Fitnesswank.com. Seriously, it's the only shit that hides your tits and highlights mine. (laughs) (laughs) You said fitnesswank.com? That's the website. (laughs) Fitnesswank.com. Hello and welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers and we have big old dreams. Mm. What? Oh God! Can we cut that? (laughs) Jesus. Anyway, we're gonna get into our topic of the day. Yep. It's about accepting people's limits, other people's, ourselves, all of this. Yes. And it kind of ties into my mental health check-in when I say I'm dumb. (laughs) (laughs) It ties in a little bit. Don't. Oh, you're a nightmare. Just move the cup. Fucking God. Sorry, I just had to change the page. Yeah. Could've, Turn the Could have figured it out, right? Anyway. I'm Bob Seger. <laughs> You're cute. Um, anyway, how the hell did we come to this topic? Well, um, you have been a problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> Made up thing. As I recall, uh, you know, things have happened. Mm. We We missed you for a period of time. Mm-hmm. And we were upset. Not voluntary. Not voluntary. Which, you know, is and, important to note. But here's the thing. <laughs> we all know somebody or have had a relationship with somebody where something happens or whatever goes on and you go, God damn it. I really, I, I wish that, I wish that this didn't happen. I wish that, um, 
this person dealt with this better or I wish that whatever. And you go like, oh, you know what? I have to accept them for who they are. I have to accept what they can handle right now. And I know a lot of people have done it with me because there's been periods of time in my life where all I could really do was pick up a bottle. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, there have been years where, you know, people absolutely were like, okay, Bo has a lot of limits. One of them is he can't stop pissing himself when he comes over to the house, <laughs> right? Like that's that's a limit that people the have guy put on me. Can't find a bathroom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes over, he has a nice time, but then there's pee on the couch, and we just can't have that, right? So, and and I think that there's friends that I've had that like they keep relapsing, or they you know they keep going back to the same relationship that doesn't work. And I keep wanting to be like, hey, man, just figure it out or just and this is the worst thing to say is just figure it out. Right. And I think I've said that to you a few times about a few different things. And it's never a good thing to hear. It's always a bad thing to say. Right. Because it's basically me going, I'm not accepting where you are at right now. And uh, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, just figure it out and just get better right now. Right. And that doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help me. Unless you're an NFL coach. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just figured out we're not going to pay you 20 million is easy to say. Right. <laughs> um, but hey just. Man, or we are paying you 20 million. Perform. Right. To exactly. Figure it out. <laughs> exactly. But we're not in that position. Um, well, you're definitely not. Probably never going to be in that position. So it's like when when we have the our friendships and we have things that happen and i know you probably experience this a lot with your father i know i experience it a lot <laughs> no with, dude I, I know i experience a lot with people in my life um you know i have a, a spiritual advisor as they say and he has he has quite a few limits you know what i mean yeah. uh he's quite a few limits and you know i know that when things happen with me with women since he is a gay man and since he is a serial dater and somebody that kind of just looks at sex and relationships as something he can have fun with and is not, he never wants to be with anybody, I go, okay, this probably isn't the best guy to talk to about my loneliness problem, right? Because he's super happy with his limit, right? And I have to accept that and I can't keep going to him. You can't go to a, a well that is dry, as they say. And I have always been very dry. Ew. <laughs> let's, let's change that. <laughs> no, but, you know, we all have to accept each other's limits. You know what I mean? And yeah. especially doing this podcast, like, we have to accept Lisa's limits. I don't have any. <laughs> One of them is that she screams at us, no matter whether it's good news or bad news. <laughs> and we are left to determine whether we did okay or not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So we all have limits. We all have things that are are tough to to hear about ourselves, but also tough to deal with with other people. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel that. You mentioned my dad. And uh, obviously he listens to this. And I... Because it it, it causes... Dude, I get it. It causes frustration. And Lisa could talk about it. Dealing with a parent who is aging... Right. Yeah. My dad with like technology. Yeah. Like the fact that he refuses to learn how to order things off Amazon. Right. And he calls me and tells me to order it for him. Right. <laughs> and I got to make sure it sends to his address. And then he goes, I'll pay you next time I see you. Right. And then which he does usually. Yeah. 
and <laughs> paying cash for something that you bought on Amazon is hilarious, dude. My, I'm not <laughs> paying kidding. Cash to a third I'm not party. kidding about what I'm about this story. I'm about to tell. <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. Dad, I love you. My father would call. He would go online and look up supplement companies. My dad, you know, he takes care of himself and vitamins. He would look up supplement companies. He would look them up on the computer. Yes. And then call them <laughs> and order his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> While the page that you can just do it because he didn't want to think about it, didn't want to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also doesn't want the computer knowing where he lives. Yeah. Which is very... There's a microchip. <laughs> yeah. It's listening to him. Yeah. Mitch McConnell's going to come to his house. <laughs> God forbid Tucker Carlson yeah. knew where he lived. Oh. No, yeah. Dude, what about the other day at Duchess when he made that? Oh, boy. Oh, Let's not, not go there. talk about that. But, listen, but it, was, man, it was, oh, I was like, hey, dad, shut up. And this, but and I the, accept that limit. Right. And th- and we're going to say that one thing about this because we don't talk politics on this show. What we will say is things have been crazy. A lot of people are divided. And you have to accept somebody's limit when it comes to that, right? Like they have their certain belief system. Yeah. They have their certain show or network that they watch yep. that they get a lot of information from. And you go, hey, man, I'm going to accept your limit. I'm going to understand that this is where you're at with this. And I'm not going to bring it up. And I think it's so important to understand like where your boundaries are with certain people, right? Because like, if you keep going back to like, like I said, if I kept going back to my spiritual advisor, being like, "Hey, man, you know what should I do about uh, this chick? Or what should I do about that?" And I kept getting the the same like, "Well, you know, just fuck her. Who cares?" And I went, oh, "Okay, he's not giving me the right advice, but I'm going to keep asking for the right advice, yeah. right?" Then it's on me. And a lot of this stuff, it always comes back to the axiom of it's on you, right? Yep. If if somebody's bothering you, it's usually got to do with you. You haven't set the correct boundary. You haven't accepted who they are. And now uh, you're upset, right? But the reality is, is people who are who they are, and it's okay that they are who they are. It's okay that you have limits. It's okay that I have limits. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, sh- I stopped peeing on people's sofas. But, but yeah, you know, now, every now, now I, and now then... Now people get paid to pee on people. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Craigslist ad if anyone's interested. <laughs> I got, uh, it's called wet work. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's cute. I like it. it smells like asparagus. <laughs> no, but it's 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 a it's a very tough thing to accept. And uh you know, man, I I I definitely like, I have I have a lot of limits. I'm trying to think about like what my all of them. Yeah. <laughs> my biggest limit, honestly, when it comes to like comedy is i i am a little too like singular focused you know what i mean i get a little bit too like okay i'm gonna get this and i and uh, to the point where i will because i'm in ambition mode i will just run right over people and you've seen me do that i know you've seen me do that where i'm like a few weeks ago kind of yeah a few weeks ago yeah what did i do come on tell me well i got us uh those spots at uh what was it the Brooklyn Club. Yep. And then you were like, hey, I got a spot at Stand Up New York. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Nah, you don't want me there? Yeah. And then you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you immediately, like, and I was like, okay. But yeah. again, I and, I and I don't, I don't think it's intentional. I, I think it's, 
again, I, you accept the person. It's like being in a marriage. I know I can't change you, <laughs> yeah. but I love you for who you are. That's right. That's I can right. Change it. No, but really though, we. I mean, essentially, like you know, me, you, and Lisa are in this marriage, essentially. Right. And uh, yeah. But oh, Lisa filed for divorce with us. <laughs> Just got a text As, from her lawyer. Yeah. Oh no, it's all. Over. And the papers are on the desk. Papers. <laughs> but the good news is we didn't sign a prenup, so we get half baby. We rich. Uh, <laughs> I made it, baby. I made it, baby. <laughs> um, but no, like ex- accepting people's limits. Like for me, I know it's tough for me to deal with because you are, and not in a bad way, essentially, but you're very emotional. <laughs> Yes. Day to day, I don't know what I'm going to get from Bo. Yeah. I love you. What are you saying? I'm saying, figure it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I mean, dude, if I met you six, seven years ago, I wouldn't be, fr- I'll be honest. I yeah. probably wouldn't be friends with you. Because I, I looked as a people showing too much emotion. I saw, I saw like my grandmother. Right. And I was like, nope. Already got this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Run. Get out of here. Yeah. So anytime someone's too up and down, I'm like, oh. Yeah. No. Because me, I know how I am. And it, and sometimes for me, it backfires. And I know this is a limit of mine. Me, I'm so nervous. I want to keep homeostasis. Right. If I had to put a visual to it, this is me. I'm holding all my stuff. <laughs> Career, worries, anxieties. And I'm going like this through life. <sighs> yeah. And I'm tiptoeing. I'm going, all right, we got it. We're good. <laughs> yeah. And then when I decide, I'm like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to run. And then I run and then I drop something. I'm like, oh, I got to go back. Yeah, I lost yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. me. <laughs> Those are my limits. Absolutely. I'm so, I, as my therapist says, I idle at like a lower. I spend most of my time trying to calm myself down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 90% of my life is that. Right. And it and it does get tough for me because there and this is where I have to accept your limits is when I start to get into my manic states, which happen I'd say every two weeks, usually on the dot, where <laughs> it's I a cycle. Yeah, I cycle into uh let's not and by the way, if you're a therapist or a psychologist out there, don't fucking try and help me. Okay. No texts about oh, well, you should really a, be they should really be on this medication <laughs> right on because cue. you're experiencing that. I don't need your help. I'm doing just fine. I killed the other night. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> but all right, sorry, sorry. Um, that's my limit. That's not, my limit. I do not like help. I do not like help from people on the internet. I do not appreciate it. Um, but no, it's uh, like attention. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> no, but like, uh, yeah, when you're you're very organized and you're and when I get in those manic states and I go like all right we're doing this we're doing that and I and I see just the the nervousness like it's like it just it starts at like your your midsection and it just goes all the way but you go okay all right yeah, yeah yeah and I'm just going like and then we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do that and you're like hey man hey man <laughs> you know like and you're just, and you're like I have all my things let's not drop any bow's gonna knock them out of my hands yeah how many yeah. fucking times I'm sure Lisa will talk about this later how many times have I gone all right so what time's the meeting <laughs> on Sunday and then okay so this day and I go over the whole week that we just talked about again to reiterate it because I'm nuts and I also put everything in my calendar. Right. So this is, but that's just who I am. Yeah. I need re- repetition. And actually, <laughs> and that is why Lisa and I do kind of have a similar wavelength because we're both very singular and driven and uh, nuts. You guys are way more similar. <laughs> yeah. You guys are way yeah. more similar than I am. Right. Yeah. To you right. guys. And so we see your like, your like trepidation, great word, 
for wow. you know for life and for things that are happening and the excitement of things and we go like he needs to fall in line because we have a thing and we're gonna get there and what the fuck and you know what i mean and so we have to accept our limit as that's the type of people we are but it doesn't need it doesn't mean that we need to change everybody and so we accept you you accept us even though i'm sure you know we scare you sometimes but it's <laughs> it is it is um it's important right it's important to understand who you are and there's so many goddamn people out there who just have no idea who they are yeah. right and i think it, so much could be learned from just going in and going, okay, what are my limits? And and also, what are what are the things that I'm really good at? Because with every limit, there is a something something that you're really good at. You are very organized. You, he's he's, you do our, my calendar every week. Yeah, we have a shared calendar. We have a shared right? calendar. He fills out everything. I look at it and I go, okay, these are the things. But if you didn't put everything in my calendar, <laughs> I would have. I'd be like, wait, what? But because I don't, I don't operate that way. You I don't earlier, things- not to, I'm not making funny. It's just funny. You earlier got confused as to which notebook you wrote stuff in. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I go, hey, man, that's you use this one. You're using the other one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I mean, hey, fuck, whatever. We're yeah. different. But also, like, again, like, for, and I'm glad, you know, you admire that. And for me, for about you, just your, like, you'll do stuff to get ahead in comedy and, like, getting yourself on shows and, and push. And I'm like, and I'm so nervous. It's, it's not even that it's a bad thing or I think I'm going to bomb anything that disrupts homeostasis. Right. Good or bad. Yeah. And we talked about in the fear of success. Even if I have thoughts of this and I get excited and then I immediately get nervous because it's evoking an emotion. Right. Doesn't mean it's it's not a positive or if even if it's a positive or a negative. Yeah. It's it's still making me like my adrenaline. Things are changing. Right. I can respond really quickly physiologically to when things are. But like before I go on stage, I'm in. I'm I'm having a panic attack. (laughs) Essentially, (laughs) most of the time I'm literally having a fucking panic attack. Right. So. No reason for it. Yeah, and yeah. Then I go yeah. off stage and I go, you okay? You yeah. fine? <laughs> you idiot. The fuck were you were like, yeah, that's yeah. what you were nervous about? Right. You know what I mean? And you it's, never look nervous on stage. You no. Were, yeah. You have, I wish you could just, if it was like Orange Theory and just had my heart rate up on the... <laughs> It's like he's he's coding. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got my heart rate up on the thing. But no, like I, for you, and I look at that and I go, man, I need a little bit of that. Right. And it's, it's a, Definitely, as Lisa will tell me, it's a lot of delusion and a lot of drive. A ton. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly the delusion. The drive's good. But right. No, I have, I and I have, uh, you know, my buddy who I've talked about a million times in here, Anthony, we had coffee to just today prior. He is, I realize him and I are the same person yeah. in a lot of ways with our anxieties and worries. He just puts his head down. Like me walking like this. Yeah. He takes it and just goes, fuck this. And just, yeah, <laughs> like barrels through life. Bad, just how he ran the football in high school. Yeah. I yeah. could show you tape. Okay. <laughs> Took people's heads off. Yeah. This guy. All right. I showed Bo. Yeah. Well, it's actually kid can move. Like kids just plow. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's he, we have the same things, right? He just goes, nah, not happening. Right. And he has a little bit of delusion too. You know what? I knew he was off and he had a little too much confidence. I asked him in high school. I go, you know, we played football. I go, do you think you could block? Uh, meanwhile, I'm over there like, I hate myself. Yeah. I go, do you think you could block Ray Lewis? He goes, I'd fucking knock him out. <laughs> yeah. We're 15 years old. 
we're white kids from Monroe. And that's why I was like, oh, this kid's on another level. Right. Mentally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Absolutely. And I was like, you'd get crushed. He goes, probably, but I'm going to fucking try. Is what, I remember what he said. Absolutely. Probably. I'll probably yeah. get killed, but I'm not going to not do it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's funny. I was talking to our good mutual friend, BJ. And I got a haircut looks great. He does look great. And I, I was telling him, you know, something about, uh, I'm worried about this and this is going on. And, and, uh, and I started making an argument and I go, well, I, I said it. So it's right. And he goes, you do that all the time. He goes, every time we start having a conversation and you get excited about something, you raise your voice. You say, I said it. So it's right. And then you try and end the conversation. And I go, but yeah, but I was right. And he goes, that's not the point. The point is, is that you will just, your only tactic for arguing is just yelling that you're right and stuffing your head in the sand, which is not the way to go around life. You are Charles Manson. (laughs) Did you know, fun fact, he's five foot two and he always used to sit up. Uh, on the high part of the chair whenever he would be interviewed by anyone to feel taller because he's yeah. a psychopath. Well, it's a good move. Fun good fact. Move. So that's you. <laughs> okay. But you're right. not doing it, you no. know, with a, we, we didn't kill anybody. But um, no. not yet. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, dude, I, I get that. But yeah, it, it's a... And a lot of it is just the addict brain. The addict brain, and I have to accept that I have that. And I don't always like accepting that I am an addict. Like, there, there's so many times where I'm like, dude, that's a limit that I have. And I fucking hate it. I hate that I can't drink, not because I want to drink or because, um, like you know, I I fantasize about the past and I want to go back. No, it's no. more like I just don't want to have any limits. I want to be, you know what I mean. I want to be able to conquer everything in life. So the fact that there's this like I have like I have like literal kryptonite in the world that I can't touch. I go fuck that. I I should be able to dominate everything, dude. I see and like. I feel that way about for me for food with like yeah. food and stuff. I've gut issues. I have a, a lot of, I really have to, if I eat shitty, I'm talking for a day or two in a row. My body's like, what are we doing? Yeah. What's yeah. your problem? So like when you and Lisa, obviously you guys bust my balls at the diner when I get shit, it's literally, I hate it. Yeah. I do not like it. I do not like the fact that I can't eat dairy anymore. I do not like the fact that I can't have fried foods and not wake up the next day and feel like shit right. and have stomach issues. I want to be bulletproof. Yeah. I want to have everything, but it's just not my thing. It's right. not going to be my thing. Just like you feel about drinking. Right. And it, and it's, it just comes back to like this superhero complex of like, we don't want any limits. We don't want to have None. anything that can hold us back so that when we see it in others, we go like, Oh, he has limits. What the fuck? And then we tell them to figure it out and we scream and we tell them that we're right and then that's it, right? And and we can't do that. You can't go through life that way. You have to accept your own mortality. And that's, you know, essentially so the, the moral of the story is we're going to die. <laughs> not today, not tomorrow, but very soon. <laughs> that was, we're just kidding. Uh, yeah, we're going to be okay. Listen, I think we've covered this. Yeah. I think we crushed it, as they say. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with our guest. Not guest. She's our co-host. I'm a yeah. moron. They call her limited, Limitless Lisa Lampadelli. <laughs> Triple L. Triple L. Triple L. We'll, uh, fitness influencer, fitness ballroom influencer. dancing bitch. She does it all. Sold out. Radio City and Carnegie Hall. Uh, 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 we're next. Anyways, we'll be right, we'll be right back. back. 
You know what, Bo? I freaking hate most fitness brands, and I'll tell you why. They make you look like a sausage roll, even if you're skinny and beautiful like me. So you know where I buy all my fitness shit? Where? Fitnesswank.com. It's a company that makes you look good and that that undercarriage can breathe. Get Fitnesswank.com. You don't want to look like 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. Listen, that's unnecessary. (laughs) Fitnesswank.com. Seriously, they're good. <laughs> you want to be next to greatness? <laughs> yes, I do. So I better go out the door. Oh, Ooh, snap. All We're right. back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. I'm your host, Nick Scopes, no, a.k.a. The Talent. This is Bo McDowell, B-A-U. He's French and he's hot. And he crushed. B-A-U. Did I say that? All right, whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh, my grammar. I went to Yale. spelling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Nick just said. ain't no good at that. No. I ain't got no book. Views can change. Eyes can change. I ain't got no book learning. I'm a faithful version. You've met my I dad. I was <laughs> <laughs> me in the uh, very big Razzie award winning film, Larry the Cable Guy, Health Inspector. And I will reenact my line. And that did win the Razzie that year for worst. You know, they always do these films that are the worst of the year. And here is my fantastic iteration of my character speaking to you. (gasps) (laughs) That's my part in the movie. It's like I had to accept that that was the part I was given. And I could not complain about that. Although it was a very uncomfortable movie, I'm just going to say why. Yeah. Not only did I have to age myself, the, it, they had special effects people to age me to be 70. So not at the time I was only 35. Yeah. To play Larry Holy the shit. Cable Guy's potential mother-in-law, they, I had to put on a fat suit of 400 pounds. And by the way, Heron, I mean, it was perfect it looks yeah. fantastic i, I look need, like an old like oh dude you got to watch that movie it's yeah, so bad it's good that. so i though at the time i was not that old so i still uh enjoyed a male attention and i forgot i was all <laughs> outfitted in that and there was some really really hot security guards at the shoot and i'd be like hey you do <laughs> <laughs> well i tell you did you like do you have photos? You go, no, this is really me. Yeah, well, that's what you got to have to do. Oh, my God. So I had to accept that they did not like a 70-year-old, 400-pound person. That was so How sad. How dare they? Bad chambers. Okay, so let's talk about this. First of all, this was my topic because this is what I've been working on for the last year, accepting other people's limits. It is so hard to do that. But first, before we discuss that... I loved your reference, Nick, when you said you are the Van Gogh of comedy. And I would give that a slight edit because Van Gogh cut his ear off and the audience wants to cut their ears off when you get on stage so they don't have to freaking hear you. Now, I love that you said Van Gogh because it proved you actually listened to something I said last week because I mentioned going to the Van Gogh immersive experience in New York City and you actually showed you listened. So I do applaud you're becoming a good listener. Yeah, true. Okay, you haven't always been, but you're getting better. Day to day. I'm a good yeller. It's one day at a time. But adjusting our expectations and accepting other people's limits is literally the, I mean, really, in 60 years... It is literally the biggest lesson I've ever learned because 
That's the only way to have friendships, only way to have relationships, only way to stay in relation with anyone, even a dog. So I have two dogs, as you know. Yes. Parker, named after Sarah Jessica Parker, and of course, Bo's favorite, Peggy, because he likes who's named pegged. after Peggy on, <laughs> oh. on Peggy Olson for Mad Men. So I have to imagine, okay, if you just take them as a case study, if I didn't accept them exactly as they are, I would be mad five times a day when they shit on the rug. Now, P.S., I have to accept that I'm a shitty dog trainer. So it's my fault that I've made them this way they know how to pee on a pad, but for some reason, now that we moved into a new place, they cannot figure out that that's also for poop. <laughs> I have to accept that, or I five times a day, come down the stairs, go around the corner to the living room or wherever it is, and I've also had to accept that I have to wear shoes all the time just in case I don't see it because I have, and this is allowed to be saying because I'm referencing a rug, not a person, an oriental rug yeah and um they are very hard to see poops upon right so i have to accept that i have to wear shoes that i cannot ever walk around barefoot which by the way is super gross anyway so don't do that it's horrible right um so if you have to do it with dogs you gotta do it with people and by the way you have to do it with life yeah. Because in your program, your top secret program meetings you go to, your Scientology meetings, <laughs> no, C- the other cult, the other cults you go to, they talk about accepting life on life's terms. Yeah, life is not going to just change for you, Bo McDowell and Nick <laughs> Scopoletti, and not even the world famous fitness influencer Lisa Lampanelli. <laughs> so it's like uh, we have to constantly work on going. That's who they are. That's how life is. That's how it's even with traffic or anything. But man, accepting friends limits and then knowing to have standards too, that's the sweet spot. Yeah. Because sometimes if people's limits are too much, you just have to cut them out. Right. And that's fine. Yeah. Because that's called A, you didn't make the freaking cut. Right. Or you got bumped down. I had a spiritual advisor once who said, and I think we've talked about it, divide everyone in your your life into one group or the other, patients or peers. And the patients are people who you have to look at differently. They're not on the same spiritual wavelength. You might have to limit contact, but it's not saying you hate them. It's just you accept their limits and they have to accept yours. Chances are people are out there accepting our limits too. Right. So for everybody in my phone that I'm going, oh, I can't call her when I'm in a bad mood because she probably is with the baby. Or, oh, I can't call him because he makes jokes every time and it makes me feel devalued, Nick. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go, well, they're probably on the other end going, oh, Lisa, oh, I can't call her when I don't want to hear any advice whatsoever. Right. So I think it's it's a whole dance of like figuring that stuff out and it's hard. Am I right or am I right? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> see 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 we have to always go so that's why i know in my phone if i i figure okay nick is not going to answer the phone after 10 yeah i respect that limit yeah. i get it because he's probably trying to bang some girl who ghosted him <laughs> nice try no, I'm asleep. or ignoring some girl that's a little girthy yes so i have to know and he gets up at 5 30 
But this is the problem. Five. When you go, oh, you know, um, my husband, he has to wake up at five, but I want to stay up and hash this out till 3 a.m. Well, listen, bitch, do you want him to earn money or not? Yeah, or yeah. crash I mean? on the way to work? Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. think some of these wives do want their husbands to kill themselves <laughs> in a fiery collision, and they probably would like to because those women are horrible. Yeah. So it's all Been about, there. it's your only way of having relation with anyone. So well, let me think of what limits I have with you guys. It's not as bad as shit on the floor with the dogs. Yep. Uh, Nick's limits are that he doesn't... I don't think Nick is dumb. He just doesn't think he's smart, so he's going to always put that one up, and I'm going to have to get through that. Yeah. So that's one of his. His other... Some of his other limits are he works on... He cannot commit to passion for anything because he's so afraid of losing it. Right. So he cannot be as passionate as Bo is about his career. He cannot fully commit to a lot of things that I wish I could put a fire under him for. He's not going to. And by the way, does it really affect me? No, I don't care. Yeah. Like it used to frustrate me when people didn't have the passion. Yeah. And then it's like, what do I care? Yeah. He's cock blocking himself. Uh, he's not hurting me. Right. Right. You, I have to accept well, no, I do like that you don't. He doesn't call me, by the way, Nick, when he's in his weird manic states. I think he knows better. Do you yeah, know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Do you accept my limits that I'm like, oh, I'll scream at you and yes. tell you get yes. your s together? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So with Bo, it's more he like unleashes on me instead. What's that? He unleashes on me instead. Well, you guys are true. more peers to each other. Yeah. Um, I accept that Nick skews eighty percent patient, twenty percent peer, and I. Would love some growth, but my life doesn't depend on it, and I don't get mad at him. Right. It's a way to avoid fights and anger is basically true, because I used to go to the shrink all the time going, why won't so-and-so change? Oh, my God, she knows she should... Let's insert problem here. She knows she should break up with that guy. Right. She knows she should take a year off dating while she's drying out. She knows she should not be so codependent. Well... We can either accept it or not. And if right. it's too toxic a person, then you just go, we can't talk anymore and that's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Do and you find... Okay. Uh, yeah. Because do you find yourself holding on to people that pretty much have too many limits and aren't good for you? Absolutely. And it goes back to codependency where it's like, you know, there are people that I have in my phone or that I get calls from and I go like, oh man, why am I still... Why am I still, why haven't I just said, hey man, like, this isn't working for me. My shrink told me the most five powerful words are that doesn't work for me. Right. It's literally no other explanation has to be given. And if you want to, that's fine. Yeah. But accept that they're not going to grow from it. Right. And if they do, it might be 10 years down the road and they'll go, oh, that thing Bo told me that uh, that resonates now. Yeah. But most likely people like where they are yep and they're I, like uh wilson phillips they're comfortable with the pain right and hold on boom, <laughs> and you're gonna have to accept that i'm gonna sing something like that yeah, yeah, almost yeah. every Once show yeah, yeah you love it <laughs> yeah best singing voice ever and it's very easy to cover up ex- the you know letting go mm-hmm. by going oh no i just have empathy or no i should just right. or just constantly putting yourself in their shoes right and being like oh well you know they have this and you just make all of the excuses possible for them sure right and that's not a way to live either you can't constantly be excusing everybody's behavior so mm-hmm. that they uh can just do whatever they want no 
um, you have to hold them to some standard. You well, know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Like if Nick didn't show up for the podcast, right. he'd be out. Right. If he was late, he'd be out. These are just basic things. I don't expect much from Nick. <laughs> he does. He is punctual. But, but he is punctual. He's organized. I was here an hour and 15 and minutes before yeah, nobody we had cares. to record. This is literally not <laughs> necessary to show up that early. I did early. the homework that I, even, I wasn't even around for. So. Yeah, well, yeah Pretty good. So, and I'm talented. What you have to do is go, I accept that he's a dumbass, and that's okay. But yeah. I don't think he's a dumbass. I have to accept he thinks he's dumb right. until he realizes he's not because he isn't right and top secret if you work on <laughs> no your limiting knows. beliefs you can yeah, you are you're i wouldn't say you're that smart but you're not as dumb as you like I'm to use to get out of things right it's a nice way of getting out of things like okay i always say i'm bad at math and science i probably will always be bad at those but I probably wouldn't be as bad if I sat down with a tutor and worked on it. Yeah. So I think we tell ourselves those things just to kind of get out of challenging ourselves too. Right. And if we weren't somewhat good at accepting each other's limits, make no mistake, this would be our breakup episode. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Because it doesn't, it's really, you just go, well, as a 30-year-old guy, is Bo ever really going to understand... Uh, a six-year-old woman and not wanting to date or whatever it is, he has more sort of insight than some people would, but it's not going to be that fully thing of the woman's struggles or whatever. Nick probably more because he's feminine. (laughs) He enjoys his vagina. Yeah. So I think you just go, well, who are the, that's the thing is it helps you reach out to the right people in the right circumstance instead of going to that, like you said, well, that's never going to give you what you want and that comes from our parents us constantly going them to them for approval and right. maybe daddy will say the right thing this time when's the last thing daddy or mommy ever said the right thing yeah never you know bless their heart but they're not gonna <laughs> yeah. on their deathbed maybe yeah my mother said better things in the last year than she ever did because she was like I don't know. She probably was like, well, my time's getting up, so I'm going to finally say I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, She never That's said I'm sorry do, in 90 though. years, but she's like, do. I'm sorry. I almost fainted yeah. when she said I'm sorry. And it was about a small thing, but she's never said the words. Yeah. But I, until I accepted she was never going to say it and stopped looking for it, she didn't say it and when it was like that's never gonna happen and she said i'm sorry i nearly what i died it was wild yeah that happened to my dad with my grandfather my grandfather had dementia and at the end of his life um that we were just talking to him and he kind of knew who we were like he was in and out Mm. and then uh, you know before he died not like immediately before but like a few weeks before he turned to my dad made eye contact and looked at him and went i love you yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad lost his shit. Yeah. He was like, Whoa. Yeah, but your father, what? our problem is if we're looking for it, your father had accepted that this ain't going to happen. Yeah, he used to get his ass kicked all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. My grandfather right. used to beat the shit out of Well, and him. that's the, so, but that's the balance there is going, I can accept your limits, but I'm going to accept them from way over here. Right. So, meaning like we always talk about our parents and things like that. If there's a friend who I just know, it's like, why are you in my life? Oh, for just fun. Right. Like there's, I have some friends, like acquaintances in my phone, who literally, if I tried to talk to them about anything, yeah, it would be a disaster. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get what I want. 
most people don't have the insight I do. Right. What am I going to, come on, really? I'm really yeah. going to be like, listen, here's what I'm struggling with. And they'll be like, you should really date because the way to get over a guy is to get under a guy. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, like, you know what to go. I have a friend who she is an amazing hair, makeup, and clothes stylist. We Me. can keep it at about that level. Right. And that's okay because that's very useful. Mm-hmm. And in the movie Clueless, which I'm sure is one of Nick's favorites because gay men <laughs> love that, she says at She's one point, so Ali- I, well, well, Alicia Silverstone has this. One of my first like, boners. Like, no kidding. Okay, nobody needs to hear <laughs> that. I have to accept you're going to cut me off. And you see my mouth moving? What happened? It'd be great for you not to fucking talk. <laughs> to, but know. I have to accept that and go. Yes. Maybe trying to do more, guys, I can say, right? No, but not the wrong stuff. Maybe maybe Rick can, can <laughs> <laughs> fix it in post. No, but he doesn't have to. Just kidding, JK. Um, but you, her point is in the movie, she says does this montage of all her friends and she goes on and realized that all my friends each one of them has different gifts and this one appreciates art this one is fun and kind this one and these are going oh yeah so when i'm going to dial in my phone somebody who gets the whole codependency i know who to call right i know somebody to call to just make fun and laugh or right i have two friends one of the guys is a big movie critic or tv critic dude i love calling him going I can't verbalize why I hate this TV show. Why do I hate it? And he'll tell me because he knows me well enough. Yeah. I wouldn't go to him for anything else, though, other right. than jovial, fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I try to call him, then whose fault is that? Yeah. Lisa, when has he ever been deep? Oh, yeah, deep as a puddle, probably shouldn't call him. Right. But our problem is we try to win them over or change them, and that's powerless, and it's sad when we can't. Yep, absolutely. I mean, there's definitely people that I've... You know, I, I remember uh, this girl that I liked and I kept trying to get her to like have a deep conversation Oy vey. and it was just like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not it's not there. It's not happening. You know what I mean? It's just horrible. And and, you know, and then eventually you go like, oh, OK, well, the, this won't work. So you just have to go. All right. Well, and the great thing is about it. I mean, everything we talk about, literally 90 percent of these episodes come back to and I get to feel disappointed and I get to feel sad about that. And then I move on. Right. So it's like if you call her in 10 years, like, you know, an idiot like Nick who gets ghosted and then <laughs> creates a date. It's all fine. What you have to do is you have to go, why am I dialing this person to see if the... Well, it, it's like when they say Larry Miller used to joke about putting the stuff, the sour milk back in the refrigerator, expecting it to be fresh again when you took it out. Yeah. So... I'm probably never going to call my TV critic friend for deep advice. Yeah. But if one day he gives me some, that's a happy surprise. But never expect it or you're going to just be angry and worse disappointed because it's just being sad over and over. Yeah. Yeah. You're just reliving the same grief over the same problem. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it's a bad cycle. Like well, like you with you booze, like you know how to think after the drink. You're like, oh, if I pick this drink up, here's what's going to happen. And you could see it devolving into standing on a roof about to jump off. Right. And you know what the, recently I've been thinking about is like the scary thing, because I always used to say that, oh, like I, I'll play the tape through. This is what's going to happen when I take a drink. Mm-hmm. But I think I've been thinking about it recently and I have no idea what's going to happen. I think that's even scarier. It's just well, like... Well, in your position, it, yeah. Yeah. It's like it could go so many different ways so quickly so it's like 
Yeah, don't mess with it. Do any of them end well? No. Exactly. No. There's, there's no never, story. Does it ever have you like, you have a glass of wine and you're like, I enjoyed that. And then no. you don't do it for six months? No. I think yeah. it would end him end up with him behind a dumpster, dumpster sucking a dick of a drug owner, of a drug dealer. Am yeah. I right? It could be nice. Yeah. yeah. You never know. You have to be open with your sexuality. Yeah. Oh, what movement. Yeah. But it's uh, it's the whole grief of not being able to change anyone or control them. Like, would I love if my friend with the baby called me? I mean, a newborn. I mean, that's a rough place to be in. Yeah. With COVID, with the freaking uh, toddler, with the job, with the husband, with the this, the that, the other. Would it be great if I'd get a call going, hey, man, I decided I'm going to go out to lunch with you. Oh, my God. But to expect that, what am I going to keep having this painful sadness every day over it? No, you go, who's the chick who could have lunch? Yeah. Where's gay Bobby? (laughs) Now, you guys met gay Bobby. That guy will have lunch with you. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, gay Bobby is someone, and if he's listening, I hope he takes this as a compliment. I first thought, oh, he's just going to be a fun friend who's goofy. and Because you saw how much fun he is at the Brad Williams show. He's hilarious. He's funny. He's so, like, just in the moment. And I was like, oh, that's just an acquaintance. There's glimmers of, wow, he can talk on deep stuff. Yeah. But I didn't expect it. It was a happy surprise. Right, right. You know, even with a podcast or something, we're like, oh, you know what? Suppose we work it up to a thousand listeners or whatever the hell it is uh it'll be a happy surprise yeah it's letting go of expectations just in life am i right absolutely yeah because if you live with expectations you're gonna get angry that's right you know and it and if you don't and then things are just surprisingly good then you're setting yourself up to feel good which is hard to do because yeah well i'm gonna tell you a little story that applies to bragging about myself, okay. which most of them do. Little Lisa Lampanelli <laughs> was sitting one day at the pool at Canyon Ranch Health Spa, a very ritzy place in Arizona, and she gets a call from her publicist. Now, you're not supposed to answer your phone, and I would never, right. because it's a very exclusive place. No phones allowed. I've talked before about Julia Louis-Dreyfus was talking on her phone one day there, and I reported her, <laughs> and I said, you are not allowed. You are old Christine. Anyway, so I always hated people answering the phone. I see it. It's my publicist. I call her right back from the phone area where they're clearly marked Julia Lewis. Figure it out. Anyway, my publicist says, you're not going to believe this. You were nominated for a Grammy. I'm like, for what? I'm not a fantastic singer yet. Yeah. And she said, best comedy album, because that's what they do. Right. I said, you're kidding me. This is a thing. She said, it's a thing. Well, I'm very excited. And I go, this is fantastic. So, of course, I did not win. No problem. And it is true, by the way, when they say to be nominated feels almost as good. Not exactly as good. Yeah. But you still get a medal. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Next year, the following year, two years later, a new special of mine came out. And I'm like, I want to get nominated for Grammy again. (laughs) Didn't happen. Because I'm expecting it. Right. Right. Well, do you know? Five years go by. I forget about the Grammys. I get a phone call from my manager and my new publicist because I'd fired that other one. (laughs) And she said, you got nominated for Grammy. I go, for what? She goes, you're whatever the hell stupid album it was where I say cunt and things. (laughs) And she's like, oh, you forgot about it. That's why you got nominated. So I think that's the whole lesson. It's like, 
forget about people changing or things happening because if it happens, great. If it doesn't, okay, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you had a lot of limits that you saw with Jimmy Big Balls. Yeah. I mean... Those big balls were a limit in themselves. <laughs> yeah, like for walking. For yes. Like, no oh. walking. No, you know what I had to accept about Jimmy? Well, we got a divorce, so ultimately I did not accept right. that. But a big limit was Jimmy... Okay, I always thought it would be super nice to like... Because you're in New York City and we're on the Upper West Side. Oh, I know. Yeah. So I'm like, let's go for dinner. So we go to big dinners all the time because at the time we hadn't gotten weight loss surgery yet. So we're eating these great meals, all these fancy, expensive places. I go, wouldn't it be nice to just walk home? And he'd be like, oh, I don't know. I got to hit the bathroom. I got to go. And his code for uh, going number two was I, which is very gentlemanly. He used to say, I got to go sit a while, which I love that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah. So no romantic walk, huh? Okay, yeah, this yeah. is good. Kill right. me now. So, and I obviously didn't accept that or anything else. Yeah. And divorce, which is fine. Which is fine. That's no, really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like great because yeah. you go, wow, his new wife, I'm sure doesn't care about that. Right. It's like, that's fine, you yeah. know, but this is a big lesson to me because I'm like, if I ever date again, which I don't want to, I can't even imagine what I'll have to accept about someone. I mean, yeah. they're going to be fucking old, first of all. That's super gross. They're going to be like 80 by the time I'm ready because I'm going to be ready in 20 years. <laughs> and I'll probably, thank God, have a flaccid dick I won't even have to look at <laughs> because I won't want to do no sex. Do and, no sex. <laughs> and I'll just be emotionally open but sexually closed off. No UTIs. That's what I think <laughs> is the perfect man and I can't <laughs> accept anything else. How do you feel about a 71-year-old hot dog? Reader? I know exactly. <laughs> Me and your dad could watch hot dog porn together. Yeah, yeah. By the way, you're the same age that my mother would be. And I was like, I was like, he goes, how old would mom be this year? This is my, my dad's shallowness. I was like 60. He goes, oof. Yeah. I go, you're 71, man. He doesn't care. I love that your dad, though, I accept your dad's limits. And I'll tell you why. Because he came to us, up to us at Duchess and he oh, said boy. something he thought I was going to agree with politically and yeah. I didn't. Right. And he went, whoa, I'm walking away. And I go, I still accept he makes a hell of a hot dog. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't, you know, my friend Cindy, she's so fucking insightful. She once said, she read, stop asking people questions you don't want to know the answer to. Right. So suppose I wanted Nick to work on, I don't know, uh, his grammar. Suppose, I don't, I don't care. But suppose that's what it's something I wanted you to work on because it's so perfect. <laughs> if I keep going so much, download that uh, grammar program, <laughs> I don't want the answer. Right. He's either going to say yes and I'm going to get all excited and I'll, I'll expect him to work on it or he'll be like no, which is more likely, and I'll be really mad. Right. Don't ask the question. No. Just go, you know what? His journey is his journey. Yes. So we can't end this episode without asking Bo how are you going to exercise this acceptance with the number one most dysfunctional relationship in your life no not with Nick okay but with mommy dearest oh boy okay so we're going to accept mom's limits and I'm going to tell you what your mom's limits are 
the good parts of mom. She's a caring, loving person. Yes. She is a tasty piece of ass. <laughs> I did see her again at Gotham and said, wow, she's better looking than I remember. Woman. Yeah, he's she's she's good looking. Awesome. And your father, by the way, was really nice. He's a very kind person. He is. I could he tell. Thought I, you were doing 30 minutes. Which is, weird. <laughs> which is fantastic. I think that's cool because he thought Bo was the headliner. And I said, those two words, Bo and headliner, will never occur. <laughs> so you, your mother's issues are... That she calls too much. Yeah. She needs constant attention. Yeah. And she looks to you as the adult and she is the child. What do you have to accept about her in order to not get angry? Because she doesn't need you getting angry with her. Um, I think with mom, I have to accept that she feels like she constantly needs me. Mm -hmm. And I have to accept that she's not in a place where uh, she can see that. She doesn't have the awareness. Okay, right? so instead of banging your head against a wall trying to convince her to see things, what could you do instead? I could I could set the boundary. Right? Which is? Which is when she calls and she goes, hey, like I want to come over and help with I made this. these ribs for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I made ribs the ribs it's Sunday yeah and and you're not gonna come to the the, the thing and we're, we're going yeah, to the outer banks for a fucking week yeah. and kill yourself yeah and I have to accept that mom has these limits of what she understands and I have to just go hey mom I know that I know that you wanted that and that's something you really want but I just can't do that right now it doesn't work for me so this and is our way of saying, if mom, if you're listening, Bo is not going to the Outer <laughs> Banks because we need him here to do 12 podcasts because Nick will probably disappoint us and skip the next five weeks. <laughs> Definitely won't. I've accepted everyone's limits. Yes. Never have. <laughs> Showed up every time. <laughs> Bo's missed two assignments. I've missed none. <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus Christ. And he knew they were due. We have to accept Bo's limits that he thinks he did it, but it didn't. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Also, I want to say something in defense of your mother. Real okay. quick. <laughs> She's at least alive. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, at least you have one. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> do you think, and I, obviously I don't know the relationship with her, but I mean, they know your stories. They know what you've been through with addiction. Yeah. And they were, just, they were at our live podcast where you were talking about you wanted to jump off the roof. Yes. Do you think... She's just worried about you. <laughs> Absolutely. And wants to check in and knows. Yeah, you know, but eight times a day. No, seems I understand. A I, I get it. Like, I understand, but like, maybe making up for lost time. She's like, well, I didn't see this in the beginning, and now I'm going to make sure he's okay. Absolutely. In her defense. Yeah, I think that there is a bit of that, and that's just part of the, the damage of the way that I lived. Yep. And I have to accept my limit as this is my past. You know what I mean? But I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't let my past completely dictate my future. I no, have no, to no. still set oh, that yeah, boundary. Oh, yeah, 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 right. But you're totally right. There is a lot of damage there, and there's a lot of scar tissue, and it's not going to go away in a few years, yeah. right? In a way, you've given her every reason to worry, in a way. Absolutely. You've given yeah, her every... Yeah, but now his job, or any of our jobs, is to go, I'm fine. You have to believe that, and if you can't, 
it's your job to work on that by yourself. The way to do that is not checking in with me. Right. The best revenge is living well. That is true, <laughs> and it's not happening for you. No. Daddy so, go get Yeah, see, yes, I believe this is true. But yeah, I think just going, I accept this, and also it's not throwing it in the other person's face. Like we're joking around and stuff like that, but it's going, you almost don't even have to tell people what you think their limits are because they don't think they have any. Right. So like if you were like, boy, Lisa, that that yell is really fucking loud because it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I I love it very much. (laughs) Um, You just go, I don't have to tell her, but I will wear cotton in this one ear. (laughs) No, seriously, like I was seeing an ABBA tribute band the other night, Stop Bragging. Yeah. And I literally have to accept that my right ear, it fucking hurt. So I put a tissue in there. So if it's with me, you got to put the tissue in. You don't have to tell me why. Right. So we don't have to say things. Like there's people who you ignore their call and then you just go, well, I don't have to. Wa-. Listen, the reason I sent you to voicemail was because you're exhausting and I don't want to hear drama. <laughs> no, it's just like I waited till I was ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to wait. So Bo's mother, lay the fuck off. We're not having a vacation this year. <laughs> you have three other kids to mess up. Feed them the ribs. Yeah. Or me. I'm coming. But we're all just go. one happy I think family. You go on vacation. That's cute. No, it's disgusting. Okay. It's horrible. He has a family. I don't. So go. Okay. Yeah. You're putting your values onto him. I have his best interest. He wants to heart. go. He wants to go. Uh, I, I, I want to do. I want to do whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> Uh-oh, for a reminder how to not act like Bo in that moment, please listen to our former podcast on codependence. My values should not be his. But, well, yeah, they probably should, because, I mean, who's smarter, better, fucking richer than me? Nobody. Nobody. Dumb not richer, but. (laughs) Dumber. I think we've learned a lot. I think we have. And I think I've got to warn you, me too. (laughs) And speaking of which, I've just got to warn you guys of one more boundary I have that you have to accept. Mm -hmm. I will never share my Lenny and Larry's cookies with you because I got hoodwinked on Amazon and instead of them being 30 no instead of them being $24 a box because I order them in bulk because of protein I got hoodwinked I forgot to look at the price $42 for a box and you fucking germs want to come over and say, oh, Lenny and Larry's. No. But you're a millionaire. I don't care. You talk about it all the time. I don't care. I hate throwing away money. And I was very angry and tried to cancel that order. Shut up. So what I'm going to say to you is you've got to accept Lisa's generous in a lot of ways, but for some reason sharing those cookies really burns me up. Yep. And And we speak for us. And we have to accept that you are in a fight with a customer service rep every two days. Every, oh, every one day! I'm calling that Amazon going, I can't believe that you would fucking do this to me. I can't believe it's a good customer of Mirror and all these Amazons that they can't just do everything I say. They're on the other end like, she must have lost all her money or something because she's oh my complaining God. about this $15 thing. You, Their customer it? service rep's just typing in net worth every day. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. How, why is she I doing was, it? Oh, by the way, I was recognized over the phone one day when I was calling when my mom was still alive. I was really angry because they had sent her because I hate like losing money on anything it's yeah. just not I don't have scarcity but I do have like this thing from depression era parents that you don't flush money down the toilet well yep. I have to order for my mother some products if you will that older people wear some depends if you will and they sent like a really shitty like 
janky ass generic brand instead of the real shit, honey. <laughs> so I call up the guy and go, yeah, you know, uh, like I really want to return these and I just opened one package. I really think you got to take them back. Yeah. And he goes, oh gosh, no problem. And he goes, uh, who's, is this, you know, is this Lisa Lampanelli, the comedian? And I go, <laughs> yes. And now, you know, not only do I order Depends, <laughs> I also am too cheap to eat the $24. I said, but in my defense, those are for my mother who's 90 and it's her money. And he goes, no, I fully respect that. But yeah. you know he was laughing about me oh, wearing yeah. Depends and being oh. so cheap I won't let the 24 bucks go. It's just me. I'm serious. Yeah. No, but no, but in your defense, as someone who's been training very wealthy people for the last five, six years, yes. I'm talking people worth hundreds of millions of dollars. They don't fuck around. No. Oh, yeah. oh this $100. This What's this $100 charge? They'll come right to 100%. the gym. 100%. Yeah. They're ready. What's this? Why did you? Yeah. So I get it. Well, my mother always said, you know why rich people are rich? Because they keep their money. Yeah. So I fully respect that. Like I literally, one of the happiest days of my life every month. Oh my God, never get in touch with me on the 27th. I My Amex bill comes and I put everything on my Amex bill because you have to pay it. Yeah. Well, I take my receipts and I match it all up and check them off and I call Amazon and I say, I don't see my credit for that interior lime green paint. And then they point it out and I say, no problem. Thank you very much. But I think it's a control. See, it's yeah, control. Yeah. No matter how poor I am, I'll never do that. Yeah. Want to know? That's, that's why you'll crazy. always be poor. Rich people keep our money. Learn it. Live it. Love it. And that's been the lesson for today. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get rich and stay rich? Talk to Lisa Lampanelli. That's right. Because really, when you retire, even if you saved a ton of money, you always go, well, there's no money coming in because mm. it's just a different dynamic right and you're living off what you have so even if it was ten thousand or four million or five million or one million you really go this is a weird dynamic to get used to right. but i've never been one to flush money you should have seen oh i would stay at places that were so fancy i mean the per night charge was so much but you would see me sitting there with that bill going only park two days out of the three. I don't care. That's you know what those places they charge like fifty dollars a night to park. Yeah, LL's no fool, and I, you have to accept that about me. I had a client that retired. Um, I had a client that retired. I trained him and his wife. Very wealthy. Like they literally spent. They trained multiple times a week. Memberships for like two years at Equinox. I think they spent like thirty thousand dollars on training and gym memberships. Oh yeah. And the second he retired. And they canceled their memberships yep. and they were done. And I was like, I'll train you in your home for this much, which was, I mean, a quarter Probably nothing, of what they were paying. Yeah. And they're like, still too much for our budget. It's interesting right. because to, my this, business I mean, manager told me that he goes a lot of, he goes, he goes, I really respect that you're so thorough and that you're always, every six months we have a conversation. Oh my God, am I doing okay? Did I spend too much on Amazon or whatever? Cause I don't overspend. Yeah. And he always goes, Lisa, the fact that you're asking <laughs> like you're way, you're never going to spend too much cause you're asking. Yeah. So, uh, he told me though, he has some clients who there's, he goes, there's a husband and wife who like. They will never retire despite having like, he goes at this point, they're out, their money's outliving them yeah. and they literally will not stop working at 70 and 75. Yeah. He goes, so at least you had the guts to stop working. Yeah. I think we need to do a, an episode on scarcity. Did I, we think, ever do I was that? thinking that this basically has turned into a scarcity. No, we're going to do it. <laughs> scarcity. And we got to end now so we don't wait, talk about it anymore. What's my other one? Ah, uh, ah, uh, 
Uh, was there another oh, one? Oh, uh, the stories earlier. we tell ourselves. Stories, stories Nick tells himself. Yeah, that's yes. fucking perfect. Well, that's a story we're going to debunk next time on. Well, and, the story that you should be telling yourself. Oh no, at home no, no! Is, is that to rate Bo and review? Never do segues. <laughs> no, rate and review. Give us five stars or suck my clam. That's right. Or both. Or both. Whatever. Whatever. Everything. Thank you, everybody. Listen to Loser's Dream. Hey, review, rate, repeat, refer us to a friend with AIDS. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys. 